Last time he wagged his tail, it was to swat a fly. I roll out of my bedroom in the Smiley's garage. It's where they park all the stuff with the wheels. Lawnmower, wheelbarrow, snowblower, me, and head off to school. Since it's pretty early in the morning, the sidewalks are full of dogs walking their people. Oh, sure, you might think the people are walking the dogs, but that's not the way I see it. Come on, if two creatures are walking side by side and one is picking up the other's poop, who do you think is in charge? The leash? That's how dogs make sure their humans don't wander away. I'm actually thinking about getting some dogs. Alaskan Malamutes. Six of them. They make such excellent sled dogs, I figure I could get to school a whole lot faster if I hooked up a sled team and yelled mush. Of course, with six dogs, I'd probably need to carry a jumbo-sized pooper scooper. A couple of the dogs give me a sniff when I roll by, but most of the people are so well-trained, they don't even notice me. I'm sort of the invisible kid on the streets of Long Beach, where no one seems to be all that excited about the big comedy contest on cable TV in less than three days. But at school, things are different. Way different. Chapter 3. Middle School Cool? Me? OMG! screeches this very cute girl who I think is or should be a cheerleader. It's Jamie Grimm! Now all her friends start squealing, shrieking, and screeking. I half expect the glass in the trophy case to shatter when one of their wails hits a note so high even old Smiler couldn't hear it. Have you really met Judy Nazimetz? asks a swooning fan. Not one of my fans. This girl is crazy about Judy Nazimetz, another of the eight kid comics competing in the finals. Judy's very nice and incredibly funny, and already stars in her own Disney Channel sitcom called Judy, Judy, Judy. Yeah, I say, we've been friends since the New York round of the competition. Do you know Ben, too? gushes another girl, batting her eyes. Ben Beccaro is another comic in the Elite Eight. Maybe 16 years old, Ben calls himself the Italian Scallion and always wears a tight white tee that shows off his bulging chest muscles, which, by the way, he wiggles bada-bing style every time he cracks a joke. I haven't met Ben, I say, not yet, but he'll be out in Hollywood with me. And then I go deaf, because two dozen girls scream in my ears. Even my old comic nemesis, Vincent O'Neill, who used to tell everybody he was a bazillion times funnier than Jamie Grimm, is now a fan. Here's a joke you could borrow for Hollywood, he says when we bump into each other in the hall. Thanks, Vincent, but so how do you make a tissue dance? I cringe a bit. Put a little boogie in it? Oh, you already have that one. Excellent. Here's another. Um, I'm really not doing joke book jokes anymore, Vincent. I'm trying to stick with observational, what did Winnie the Pooh say to his agent? Okay, this one I don't know, so I shrug. Show me the honey, booms Vincent. Now I wish I could unknow it. Get it? Show me the honey? Because usually movie stars say show me the money to their agent. But since Pooh is a bear... Right, got it, thanks. Feel free to use it. You don't even have to split the $100,000 with me when you win. Did I forget to mention that?
The grand prize winner of the planet's funniest kid comic contest will take home a check for $100,000 in less than three days. Chapter 4 My Besties Friends Not Jokes Now, if you ever hung out with me at school, you'd know my best friends are Gilda Gold, Joey Gaynor, and Jimmy Pierce. Gilda's gutsy, smart, and funny, knows more about classic comedians than even I do. Gaynor, he's a little edgier than most middle school kids, even the other ones with nose rings. And Pierce is a total brainiac. He knows everything, including the fact that it's physically impossible for pigs to look up at the sky so they'll never know when one of their pals is flying. These three have been my buds through thick and thin, and then thick again, and then some more thin, and then extra thick. It's kind of...